7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. My name is Dumisani Chauke. I am the head coach of the Gauteng Golden Fireballs. So today is the day before TNL 2020 kicks off. Well, we at the Gauteng Golden Fireballs have been training, we've been working hard, and we are just slowly tapering off and winding down as tomorrow ticks closer and closer. So today, basically we're focusing on a bit of relaxation, a bit of video analysis, and making sure that the bodies are nice and lose the minds are ready for what is about to happen so one thing that we are looking forward to the most at in the tnl um 2020 competition is the fierce competition that's going to happen as there have been a lot of movement um of players from one team to another and we've had um new players coming through the system and making their debuts at the 2020 tnl so me as a coach that is what i am looking forward to the most and of course um as the games carry on look forward to seeing who prepared well for the competition both mentally and physically so it's going to be a tough one it's going to be a good one do catch our games live on super sport Good evening, everybody, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and uh, for joining us on SAFM Spot on this evening with me, Tabi Somosia, Katleko Modiba, and Timothy producing the show. Well, that clip that we've just opened with is from the Proteas assistant coach and coach of the Golden Fireballs in the Telcom Netball League. That's coach Dumisani Chawuke there, just giving us the lowdown on their preps ahead of the start of the TNL, which gets underway tomorrow in Mangawung. We spoke to the president of Netball South Africa last week and uh, she was, or the week before that, and she was telling us that it's a bio-bubble environment and they're going to play for 14 days straight, two-week tournament and done and dusted there. So good luck to all the teams taking part in the Telcom Netball League. Uh, we thought it was important that we just highlight that and we'll keep you updated with the scores right here on SABC throughout uh, the tournament. Tonight on the show, we will speak to the PSL shortly about the start of the new season. The MTN8 kickstarts the proceedings this weekend. It's the 2020-2021 season, but I I know fans are, uh, people are still asking if fans are allowed. How will testing for COVID-19 work? So the PSL will give us some clarity on that. Also, the big talking point we couldn't get to yesterday is the kit fiasco regarding Bafana Bafana's gear that they were where they were wearing rain jackets from the previous sponsor instead of the new one Lecoq Sportif which was launched last week Bafana became the laughing stock of the country not for footballing reasons this time but for the kit so we're going to find out from a sponsorship manager or sponsorship director how does this work how do you launch a sponsorship and then you don't have the entire kit for the team and how does the team then wear the kit of the previous sponsor i mean these are basics surely uh, something should have been done before the launch was what uh, was done actually they should have made sure that they have all the kit surely but we'll find out from an expert in this field and then still on this bafana bafana issue how's this jacob sakala was roped in by Zambia to help his countrymen plot against Bafana Bafana on a Sunday. Uh, he was assisting coach Micho there, giving him some insight on Bafana Bafana, uh, Selula Sakala. He's, of course, very experienced when it comes to South African football, so he's going to talk to us about his role in Zambia's technical team. And if you want to join any of our conversations this evening, you can send us WhatsApps to this you can send us voice notes to this WhatsApp number 0614104107 or SMS us on 41391 or you can call us directly on 0891104207. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. 
So let's talk PSL then. Excitement is building up ahead of the start of the new season, which will kick off with the MTN 8 uh, this weekend on a Saturday. And we are joined on the line by PSL Senior Manager Lukolo September just to help us build up to the new season. Lux, good evening from us. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. That is, I was still wondering, my friend, what did I do to you guys? I haven't, I haven't spoken to you guys about football in 100 years. And literally, man, yes. now I've, I've missed... But but but, I, but I'm a good listener of the show, so I'm a, I'm a passive participant in that sense, I guess. Well, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are, and we know you are for sure. I remember you sent us a text recently, <laughs> but there was no football, like so. We thought we should give you a break. Maybe you're tired of hearing from us. You know, <laughs> you need to put your legs up. You can't go to the Maldives now because the borders are closed. I know that's your holiday destination. Yes. Can I tell you something? Since I moved out of the bubble, I have not had an opportunity to go on holiday. Uh, I thought uh, initially when we left the bubble, I thought I'm going to go to the Eastern Cape, uh, sit there by the farm and do all the exciting things. But unfortunately, I've literally been at office since then. And by the way, they even offered us three days at the office to say, all those who worked can go on about a couple of days leave. I couldn't. We couldn't. Sure. Because it's, been, it's literally a back-to-back season for us. And, uh, you know, if you can see the, uh, the hard work that is happening at the office, but we have to because we know the, the, the work that our executives, um, you know, uh, the chairman and others are doing. You know, uh, we, we cannot complain when we're, we're given this responsibility. You couldn't even go to your favorite overseas holiday destination. <laughs> Don't be humble, it's I'm okay. From, I'm from, just, Don't be shy. I'm from the villages. I'm from the villages and, uh, and uh, in my other life I sell potatoes. So my spare time I go and look after my potatoes. Okay, let's leave that for that. Anyway, people might think it's a joke. It's actually true. He's actually got a farm and he's doing some farming there in the Eastern Cape, Lukolo, September. But let's talk about the football now, Lux. We are, is it four days away from the start of the new season? How are those preparations going then if you've been in the office the whole time? It's just really been a, a, a very hectic period, first for the executive of the league, led by the chairman, Dr. Koza, who, you know, I... Um, I don't know if some say someone needs to force him to go on holiday. <laughs> you know, because he's at the office uh, seven days a week, working hard since the bubble, uh, before the bubble. I mean, uh, during lockdown, uh, you know, he was at the office every day. Uh, and the same thing with all the staff members uh, at the moment. You know, people are, are there trying to prepare one for the MTNA instead of the MTNA, which is happening this weekend. And uh, we've got to thank our sponsors, you know, from MTN to DSTV to, to, to Supersport, our broadcast partners, and as well as, as of course, SABC Radio, who've actually been very understanding of the situation. Um, you know, we've also had to work a lot with government, with SAFA, with a lot of other stakeholders to ensure that uh, we are ready for the, the resumption of football. Uh, a couple of months ago, we had to put table the bio bubble, the first of its kind, and I think... You saw the letter from KEF. You saw the, the comments from KEF saying out of all the countries, uh, and also not just KEF, other countries in the world saying South Africa is by far the best example to follow when people want to do a biobubble. Right now, obviously, we are following a slightly different approach, but uh, it, it, it requires as well, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of work. Uh, the work that has been done by our compliance officers, the likes of Michael Murphy, our CEO, Ms. Matthew Matala, and a couple of other people who have actually been working in that space to ensure that we actually, um, one, adhere to the government regulation, but also self-police ourselves to ensure that we, we, we create a product that everyone is going to be proud of. 
within the prescripts of the law. We actually spoke to the Netball SA president, Cecilia Mulokoana, about two weeks ago, and she was so happy that Netball had been given the green light to resume. And she was telling us that they took lessons from the PSL, actually, and that's what gave them confidence to also submit a proposal to government, and they were given the green light. Is that what's been happening? Have they been asking for advice on how the PSL got it right? Look, a lot of people are asking us, <laughs> a lot of people these days, I mean, not only in South Africa, by the way, also in other international leagues, are giving me a call and giving us a call and saying, by the way, how did you guys do that? How did you do that part of the, of, of the organization? And I think also to us as Africans, we should be so proud as African people that, you know, we have the capabilities and skills here. And also, I think this thing is also about leadership. I also say, I always say to people, leadership is like oxygen. When you are climbing Mount Everest, you don't appreciate the value of oxygen until you are on the dead zone of Mount Everest. And you need now oxygen. And that's exactly what has happened in the PSL at the moment. We have created a blueprint for the rest of the world to follow. Uh, and, and, but also, you know, it, it, it's a proud African story. The I can do story of Africans uh, who have been able to put this thing together, police them, because government gave us certain guidelines, but we went over and above that and implemented a system that has been heralded all over the world as a, as, as a template to follow. So now, does it mean that, are we going back to the bubble now? Are we going back to that system with the new season getting ahead, getting underway on Saturday? Look, I think one thing that the, the chairman, uh, Dr. Koza, said quite clearly is that we can afford the bubble. Even if we wanted to go to the bubble right now, it's too expensive, but it was a necessary expense at the time. Uh, the league uh, submitted, uh, I mean, uh, the, the league submitted, um, uh, you know, a uh, different application to the government. I don't necessarily want to go into detail uh, of what is going to happen at the moment because there's still a lot of consultation that is happening by our executive committee, uh, by our, our, by our, with our member clubs and so forth. But obviously we have to also give comfort to everybody else before we talk about this. And I'm sure in the next day or so we will speak in detail about it. But right now uh, we've received communication back from government. Now it's a matter of us communicating with the members and also uh, uh, keeping the, the public in our confidence as well on, 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 on the way forward. Right now, obviously, we're looking forward to the MTN8 quarterfinals that are going to be happening this weekend, starting with uh, the match that is going to be in, uh, in Toyando with Chakuma and, uh, and, uh, and Super Sport United, where the defending champions, ending on Sunday night uh, at 6 o'clock with Mamadou Sundowns and uh, Bromford and Celtic. So what are these talks with government about? No, obviously, I mean, everyone, including the netball, they will tell you that you are required to submit uh, an application for your protocols, you know, for the, for the season. And obviously, we are no exception. We had to resubmit uh, these protocols, uh, got confirmation back, and now it's a matter of us talking to the members. And once we discuss, and, uh, and, and everything else has been uh, discussed uh, with the members on, in relation to what is required over the weekend and next week with the DSTV Premiership, then we'll be able to speak about all these things. Are fans part of the discussions whether fans can be allowed back into the stadiums? Look, again, I mean, uh, uh, obviously we will still play without fans, uh, so. uh, that is clear. I think that is what the government has said. Uh, now it's a matter of uh, specification of numbers, what is going to be required with our sponsors, with our clubs, with the officials that are going to be there, with media that is going to be there. All those things, all those details, we will reveal them in due course in the near future, because we don't have time, uh, you know, to, 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 to finalize all these things. 
And then do, what about the teams now? How will they be monitored since COVID-19 is still with us? Who's responsible for the testing and for the compliance now? Mm. Again, Tabiso, without going into details, but as I said, the most important thing, one, our executive committee is, is doing a lot of consultation with the members. Two, I think when we went to the bubble, everyone uh, had doubt. Will these people be able to police themselves? Uh, are we going to have a catastrophe? There were a lot of questions, and a lot of, uh, ans- there was a lot of uncertainty. If anything else, I think the bubble should have given all of us the confidence that we have the necessary discipline and the necessary um, uh, appetite to follow all the guidelines as the members of, uh, of the league. So have the teams been tested, or is that what's still up for discussion? The teams that are playing this weekend? Look, yeah, yes, what I'm saying is this. Uh, what has happened is that since the, uh, the government wrote to that to us and so forth, we will, uh, we are in the moment, in the, in the process of discussing everything else with our member clubs. Mm. And uh, when we finalize that, as we did last time, we will definitely uh, appraise everyone else on what is going to happen and what has happened. Just to be clear, SAFA is no longer involved here now because um, is it just the NSL now that will be involved in overseeing the protocols and the processes and the re- regulations? In relation to who's overseeing what, as I said, those, those issues will come in later. But the league has worked uh, for the longest time now with the government, with SAFA and everybody else in relation to all these things, including, you know, you, you remember that when we were, before we went to the bubble, these were the key stakeholders that played a crucial role in us getting to the bubble and going through the bubble. Mm. And all the details of who's going to monitor what, all those things will come, will come out in due course. Well, like I promise to come back here. I, I promise to come back here on SAFM, by the way, and talk to you about this. Now, like you said, there were no issues in the bubble, so we hope for more of the same, and we hope that teams can be responsible, they can be disciplined as they were in the bubble, and we saw some teams, I mean some big teams, taking actions against, against those who broke the, the protocol. So we hope that uh, the same continues. But let's take a few voice notes. But, 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 yes? But, but, but also, Tabitha, I think one thing we sometimes emphasize, I mean, I know that sometimes we fight with you guys in the media, the role that you guys played, in the bubble. I mean, I was listening a lot, even though I was locked up in a hotel. I was listening a lot to your show. The role you guys, the role you guys played in the bubble, I do fight, me and you, we fight all the time. <laughs> but the role you guys played in keeping everyone abreast and also coming people and giving them the confidence that we are doing the right thing uh, is actually remarkable. And I don't think we can thank you guys enough. And we hope for that support. But of course, when we do things that are not right, you must criticize us. But when you do something that are good, uh, it's good that you guys highlight them. Okay, on that note then, let's call it September. <laughs> there is a new team on the list here of the fixtures for the MTN8. Playing the first yeah. game. It's called TTM. Mm. Is that now official confirmation from the PSL that TTM is a premiership team? That's correct. So TTM is... Uh, uh, will be, uh, TTM will be competing in the, in the PSTV premiership and also the MTN8 this weekend. Um, and uh, you know that is confirmed in the official feature that we released. Same for TX Galaxy then. Hundred percent. In the so you must watch out for the fixtures that are coming out as well very soon of the DSTV champion uh, uh, premiership. So then, is there a reason why the PSL did not announce these new teams? Because this story was broken by the media, and the media was the one on top of the story. We've never had official confirmation from the PSL mm. about the purchase of Bidvest Vets and Highlands Park. No, but I think the chairman actually, if you listen to the, um, to the press conference, 
uh, his last press conference, he actually did uh, mention on those things quite extensively. Yes. What he did not say, uh, he did mention that there was a sale of these two clubs. He did confirm that. Okay, let's take the voice notes, Lux. Tabiso, Zico Smith, all the way from Macau. Tabiso, last season um, and the seasons previously, we've been complaining about one issue, the issue of refereeing. We know, we all know that the referees are coming from SAFA, but yo, the standard of refereeing in our country is really bad, 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 bad. Teams are benefiting. It's no longer a joke of us saying they are benefiting, they are benefiting, but some teams are uh, are relegated because of poor match officiating. Some are winning leagues because of poor match officiating. It cannot be, Tabiso. What is that that last and the PSL are doing this season that will make the officiating better than it was previously. Uh, Mr. Tavis, this is Joseph from Maga. Uh, I have one question for your guest there. I just want to know about regarding the, the, the PSL awards because I haven't heard anything regarding them. Are, are they still going to be held or what about them? Because uh, I haven't heard anything about them. Thank you. from Can you please ask Mr. September, will the ticket price, since there's a new sponsor, ticket price will it change or will it be still the same? Thanks. Okay, those are some interesting questions. Maybe let's start from the top, Lux. I know that refereeing is not a PSL issue, uh, but obviously you get referees from SAFA and I think Zico Smith was asking, he was complaining about the standard of rest of refereeing as the PSL are you concerned look I always leave the issues of referees but it's completely out of my competence you know I try not to get involved personally in it and um, you know that um, the, the referees under the association and I try not to get involved in the you know I'm not necessarily competent enough to talk about the issue of the referees uh, you know the second issue is that the PSL award the awards are going to be on the 22nd on Thursday, the 22nd at 8 o'clock we will announce the details actually tomorrow on the award, um, including, I think on Thursday we're announcing the, the nominees uh, for the awards. So look out for those things. It's going to be interesting. One thing people can do, though, is that on the PSL website, which is PSL.co.za, you can literally go there and vote for your goal of the season. So I don't want to hear anyone complaining about who won the goal of the season because I will ask the first question, did you vote? So you can actually go there and vote for your goal of the season. It closes on Thursday. That is the nomination. Go there and go and vote for your goal of the season. After finishing goal of the season. And uh, the third issue, I think, was about... Uh, was Ticket about prices, prices, yes. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, look, obviously, right now, we're not talking about that. Mm. For obvious reasons. We'll cross that bridge when we get to each other month. Okay, I just want to confirm those dates. Uh, we were losing you there a little bit. You said the awards will be on the 22nd of, of October. Perfect. Okay. We'll be on the 22nd, we'll be on the Thursday. Virtual. Look, the nature of it will announce on Thursday how it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be the awards on, the, on 8 o'clock. Uh, so you're getting the fresh news, you know. Uh, the, the awards will be on the 22nd and uh, we will confirm everything in the And then you're announcing the nominees this Thursday. This Thursday, Tabiso will announce the nominees. So I look forward to the debate as well. That all is for the announcement of nominees. <laughs> People happy and unhappy at the same time. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me keep my mouth shut here because... because <laughs> okay, let me keep my mouth shut. 
And Whenever then, they blame someone, I will, I will tell them who the judge is. Yeah, I think this season I might be the guy to blame. Eh? <laughs> and then, goal of the season, you've mentioned, I mean, we've been punting it here on SAFM that people can vote. But the concern is that it becomes a popularity contest if you leave it um, to the fans because then the fans will vote for a goal from their club instead of what is technically the best goal of the season. How do you respond to that? I don't think it's a fair criticism because we've had about three seasons, two seasons rather, led by a player from Golinaros won, a player from Purukwane City won, uh, this, the, the voting by, a public voting. So I don't necessarily think it's a fair uh, assessment to it, but uh, because if, 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 if it was a situation whereby no, no one from these teams had won, then I would kind of understand that criticism. But he said, I said, uh, uh, players from this club, also someone from Supersport United winning. Now, is it a popular tournament? I would like to believe people vote for because they appreciate, uh, you know, because we must appreciate the arts. Uh, the, the nature of voting and awards is that they will always be people unhappy. And maybe we should always make sure that people are unhappy so that people can keep on talking. We don't interfere in the results. People vote and we count the votes and that's the end of the story. Okay, let's take one or two voice notes before we end our conversation with Lutola September. We're going to speak to Selula Sakala up next. He was part of Zambia's technical team when they beat Bafana Bafana on Sunday. Good, good evening, Kaviso. Can you ask the guy there, when are they starting a discussion to increase the number of teams to 20 like in Europe so that we can have a competitive league? Thank you. Good evening, member and your guest. I just want to quickly ask uh, your guest, when are we likely or have they ever discussed the issue of potentially expanding the league again back to 18 or possibly 20 teams? Because this thing of national team, uh, national first division or let Africa championship teams to fight for one sport or play 30 games for only for one sport, uh, I don't think it's viable in a way. When are we likely to to see our premiership being uh, expanded in terms of the teams? This is Lisibi Joel Thank you for playing it live and direct from Pretoria. Thank you. Thank you for the voice note. Lux, I think they're similar. They're talking about the the expansion of the league. Is that a possibility? Is there a reason why we we have 16 teams? Yeah, it's actually an interesting discussion. Um, You know, Earlier today, I was reading a document from the UK that there is something, I don't know whether you've read about it, called Project Big Picture mm-hmm. uh, in the UK, which is being spearheaded by some of the teams. The core argument of the new uh, document, which is now being discussed in the UK, is on the reduction of the number of teams in the English Premier League. Mm. That's the core argument for them is to reduce the league, the size of the English Premier League. Now, because for the longest time people have been saying, yeah, but in the UK, here's what is happening. Now, I'm actually saying in the UK, on the, as on, on, today, they are discussing, the clubs are discussing, they've put together a document, some of the clubs. The big clubs, Project the big six, Pizza. yeah. United, Liverpool, City, yes. Chelsea, they, Arsenal put their and document Spurs, I think, with, yeah. The premise of the document is to reduce the number of teams in the English Premier League. Now, when I do that, I actually want you and I have a bigger, uh, show, a longer show, uh, sorry, uh, a time just to talk about the commercial side of football. Mm-hmm. I want to explain to the people 
the commercial side of adding one team or subtracting, which actually would make them to understand as well the argument of the English Premier League team. Because the money is sinking everywhere, there is no money everywhere, to run a team, the cost of running a team are becoming crazy, the cost of doing business in football. So if you are saying add more, where does the money come from? So, uh, but I want us to talk about this debate, because I don't want us to have a, uh, that debate as with slogans. I want us to put facts in it, so that we are able to, to, to put logic to it. And we have a, commercial, it's a purely commercial decision rather than an emotional decision. I understand that, that football is an emotional sport, <laughs> so you can't have purely uh, you know, commercial discussions in football. But it must be premised on a, on, on a, on a commercial logical position. Okay, that's fine. We will take you up on, on, on that. And the other one maybe that we need to discuss, it's a common question on social media. A lot of people are, wonder, are asking why is the CEO still acting and she doesn't talk much. Is there a reason for that? No, the CEO talks a lot. And, you know, I don't know about him talk much. You know, I, I always uh, see um, media reports whereby she's quoted in the media. I I always see here listening to her on some radio stations and so forth. She's quite an active person. I left her at the office today. Um, other questions I can't answer. You know, you must ask the chairman when you get uh, or the board or whatever. Uh, but uh, but uh, when it comes to her being active, she's very active. She's at the office every day working very hard. Uh, I know this for a fact. Okay, Lux, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, you'll, you'll get us the chairman when he can speak on these matters, but we'll take you up on that offer I'll to talk to about... <laughs> we'll take you up on that offer to talk about the number of teams in the league because it seems like it's a serious discussion. A lot of people are asking us about it, and I think you've also got your views on this one. So I don't know which hat you'll be wearing, but let's have that conversation when we, when we can make time. <laughs> I, I try not to bring my views to this thing. I try and make sure that I represent the views of the league rather than my own views. My views don't matter. My views when I'm in my farm, uh, farming potatoes, I give my views on the, on the quality of the potato. Okay, do we have one? Okay, no more voice notes. Okay, Lux, we're going let, to let it go there. Thank you. There are so many questions about the awards. So the awards are really a big part of the footballing calendar. I hope you guys at the PSL realize that, Lux. Oh, he's gone. Is it gone? Oh, it's gone. Am I allowed to say that I voted at the awards? Am I allowed to? Okay, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to. Well, I think I've just said it, actually. I've, so I voted at the awards. Um, I voted in a category that I thought was going to be the easiest midfielder of the season. Um, so they pick a handful of journalists, they pick a handful of analysts, and then each each one, and then each group gets to vote for a certain um, category. And I was in midfield of the season, and I thought, ah, this one is a shoot in walk in the park. We will be done in five minutes. Guess what? Took us about an hour to discuss and debate and look at the stats and look at the numbers and yeah i don't even know who who, who who actually ended up winning because after that it goes to auditors and it goes to different uh people and all of that and we'll only find out when everybody finds out on the 22nd of october but i really thought it was an easy one that that midfield of the season but it wasn't and i was very surprised so let's see what comes out on the 22nd of october i'm looking forward now to those awards so if the person that you think should be midfield of the season is not midfield of the season then Maybe you can blame me. I don't know if you can blame me because I wasn't alone. But yeah, let's see how it goes. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and 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 Ulax. Uh, Tabiso, few questions for Ulax. Um, first, let me congratulate him on the him and the PSL on the job well done on the bio bubble. Um, secondly, 
um, we know that there there will be elections for 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 the new executive of EPSL. Um, we want to tell them that we as fans that we are happy with the leadership of Ukosa. I'm a Kaiser to fan, but for PSL Chaperson, I'm still happy for Ubabu Koza. So. Oh, Juicy, yeah, sorry to cut you there. We just have to move to our next guest, but I think we've got your point there, and I hope Lux uh, had that. And that's actually another one. We must talk about uh, those, uh, the PSL. Obviously, they'll be um, electing new leadership next month. I think it's on the 11th of November. I'll double-check that date. Uh, so I think we'll talk about that closer to the time. But let's talk now to Coach Jacob Sakala. I was sent a picture today to say by Chico to say that, did Chico Emden, to say that, did you know that Jacob Sakala was part of the technical team of Zambia and he joins us on the line now. Selula, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM, sir. Uh, good evening, sir, and good evening to all the listeners of uh, SAFM. Uh, yes. Yes, it's a pleasure for us to be talking to you. I believe you were called for country duty on Sunday. Were you excited to help your countrymen plot against Bafana Bafana? Yes, but I, I, I was very, very excited at least. Uh, it will mean home is home actually sometimes when we think about football. Mm, sorry, I lost you there, Salula. You were saying? Uh, yes, at least I was excited oh. at least to be part of it. Yes, yes. So, how did it happen? Were you called by Mitchell to come and assist them? Yes, yes, I was. Evening, uh, our uh, uh, football association actually. Oh, the football mm. association of Zambia. Yeah, sharing the ideas on what we're doing actually. Yeah, what did they say when they called you? Well, what, first of all, uh, what I would like to say is, normally, is uh, the way they are bringing up the team, as we are building the team, actually. Mm. Yeah. As you see that the, our team, actually, is brought up from all the provinces. Let me say, for example, uh, the way the team is brought up in Zambia, is the, we are building with from the youngsters with the experience, mm-hmm. non experienced with the experience. And uh, I'll say, uh, we have now introduced what we call professional uh, uh, call outs, whereby you find uh, maybe in Zimbabwe, in Popo, there, is a, a, there is a selection, it's a squad. In Kwazulu Natal, there is a squad. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, Northwest, there's a squad. Yeah. So in nine provinces, there's a squad. Oh. Then there, we don't choose that. Maybe we choose from the first division. What we do, we are choosing from, starting from the fourth division, like I said, the third division. We go to the uh, uh, second division. We go up to the first division. Till we go to the senior uh, senior team as well. Mm-hmm. So, so when they called you, then were you were you working for this Bafana Bafana game? Were you working with the with the technical team? Yes, when they called me, actually, they were sharing ideas how they play, having seen how the team here plays. So you contribute a little and say, gentlemen, this is how we play. You mm-hmm. saw as most of how the team was playing. Mm-hmm. Mostly our football, it, it consists of playing with the ball on the space. It has got more of running. Yeah, energy. They, they use energy. They put the ball on the space. Mm. Did you have to give them information about Bafana Bafana also? Mm, well, uh, having seen how the team plays here as well, 
I've seen how they play, how they played on Saturday. At least they had to contribute a bit, how they play. So what did you tell the Zambians about Bafana Bafana? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is that much I would say. You see, it's a secret what I say. Hey, Selula, yeah. mm. we thought you were one of our own, yeah, and you're working against us. No, I'm part of South Africa, but at least sometimes we, when we given a chance, it's more like you know, if you are given a chance and you are told you're right, mm. you come and we uh, help you and pop. I'll go. Though I'm staying in Jobek, I'll do so. I'll go. Then I'll. Except for instance, we are playing uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Then, you know, I'm employed like a soldier now in the top. I'll make sure that I have to give what uh, the tactics I, I can edge at least to contribute with them. Yes, well, especially when people respect your expertise, they respect your experience, and they know what you can offer. I mean, credit to uh, the Zambian FA Fars there for making sure that they bring in Selula Sakala because we know his contribution to football. Let's take a few voice notes here. People are happy to hear from you, Jacob Sakala. No, thank Evening, you very everybody. much. You guys are listening to Dumilin from Middleburg. I just wanna, um, just wanna know Mr. Sakala's opinion on Bafana Bafana in terms of the type of football that we are playing or trying to play like what are we are we a counter-attacking team are we a position-based team are we a, uh, a counter-pressing team what is it that we're trying to play because um since mr nziki has been there i'm not really sure what we're trying to play thank you evening tt and all safm listeners hope you're well and to the dynamos legend there <laughs> Jacob, Jacob Sakal, people from Ghana, we still remember you over there. Yeah, I just wanted to ask Jacob Sakala, um, since he's been in the league from a professional at the club and at the national team standpoint, how does it work out that they get the players integrated into the national team's playing style? Seeing that uh, players picked from the from the local leagues all play different, their clubs play different in different styles. So. How do they get all the players to play in a fluid motion that the national team allows them to? Thank you. Okay, thank you for those. Let's let Celula respond. Celula, what did you make of Bafana Bafana and the way that they played? Well, what I would say, Bafana Bafana, they're playing very well. But uh, what I would say, mostly, I think there's a lot of ball positioning. And uh, for instance, I see there is a distance in where they are playing the defense and the, the their strikers. There is a space which which is a gap. So as a result, only weight of the transferring in attacking, so it becomes a distance. And at times we find when they play the ball forward, and let me say they they play the ball forward and is defended by the opposition. Uh-huh. It still falls on the hands of the opposition because the, the way they are coming behind. They're a bit slow. You understand? Mm, they're a bit yes, slow. Yes, I hear you. So as a result, the opposition, they, they are quickly to get the ball. It's more like they're giving position away again. They'll play the ball quite right. But once they are going to the final up, they start playing almost long balls. They're playing long balls. And the, the opposition, they defend. And the, the other, as well, the opposition, uh, you find even if they are strikers and midfielders, they are quick to receive the second balls in terms of attacking them now. Mm-hmm. So Bafana, they take yes. too long to get the ball forward? Yes, yes. 
the 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 that you find that they are playing one one person, but in terms of their strikers, mm. uh, in supporting, that's mm. why it becomes a bit a bit a bit slow. Those who are supporting, they they are they are top men in France. Yeah. Let me take when they're coming to support, yes. they're a, a little bit slow. Okay, we'll take a quick break. We'll let you respond to the second question after this, Jacob Sakala. Leading sport stories of the day on SAFM. Still talking to coach Jacob Sakala, probably technical director now because uh, the, uh, Zambia are using him wisely here. There was also a question, uh, Selula, about how do you integrate players from the clubs to the national team and they all have these different playing styles. I remember one of the uh, former technical team members of Bafana Bafana a couple of years ago was telling us that it's so hard to mix these players in one team because you find some of them play in the PSL there at a certain level and then a level above there are those for sundowns that play in the Champions League and then a level above there are those that play in Europe. So you've got three different levels in Bafana Bafana and it's really hard to find the balance. How do you make sure you find the balance when you have these players from all these different clubs as you can see now for instance let me take an example now most of the european players have gone back now that's when you focus very much on the local boys giving chance for instance you even take players for a uh, as far as the uh, maybe keep 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 of Limpopo or keep keep of wasn't natan those boys sometimes you see they are lacking money for for instance uh, they are lacking support. Some of their good players, they can make it, but their dreams are not reaching them. You find they're coming from poor families. They want to play. But now, it's not about them to come to us. It's about us as a national team. We go, we put a lot of coaches who are going now there to pick them. We bring them to the nearest. Let me say maybe we bring them in KwaZulu-Natal uh, from all the villages. We start using them. They will also start playing. Out of there, at least, we must pick three or four players. Mm. Yes. So for they instance, can get you, can, you, you can see the player who scored that one. He's coming 400 kilometers. I mean, he's coming from 800 kilometers out of Lusaka. 800 mm. kilometers out of Lusaka. There's a new place which is called uh, the Mine. Mm. That's where he comes from, that boy. And now he's breaking through to the premier teams. Now premier teams are looking for that boy now. Yes. Is, is that Kapamba? Yes. Yo. It's coming from deep, deep in the rural areas. And you can't, you can't take an example again. There is that another boy who plays sometimes on the left. He's coming from the rural areas as well. Mm-hmm. But they are also doing very well. He's now doing very well. He's picking up. And he's sometimes... That's why we found it. it don't rely very much on more fashion sakala because fashion sakala also comes to the border of the borders of Zambia and Malawi, where there is little football. But we have to they have to fo- go and follow them there, bring them in town, and make themselves. It's from Chipata, ne? Um, yeah, Chipata. Sakala, yes, Chipata. yes. That is uh, almost ten kilometers to the border of Malawi. Oh. It's a village. Take Patson Banga, I mean Patson Daga. Yes, he comes yes, also deep, deep, deep of Kafio, very deep, very far. Yes. Yes. Why, why was he not here, Patson Daga? No. Did, did but, Salzburg not release him? Because Daga, we couldn't bring them back in the national team because we are trying to bring to bring these young boys also. Oh, okay. To, yeah. So that's why now we want these young boys also to grow confidence, at least 
as time goes on. We don't want tomorrow when we say, Pastor Daga, at least come and he said, no, I can't come. If he doesn't come, we know that we've got enough uh, enough uh, ammunition that can fit in there. Okay, let me go to the lines. I don't want to keep calling waiting. Uh, actually, what he's saying is exactly what Mulef Nseki said to us last night, that they were giving new faces a chance, and that's why they didn't call up their senior player. So it looks like Zambia did the same, and that's why they didn't bring in a pet in Taka at RB uh, Salzburg. Colin from Cape Town, good evening, sir. Thank you for calling us. Hi, Tabisu. I never miss your show. Thank you, Colin. You're far too kind. <laughs> <laughs> and your guest. You know, we talk about um, from young age to Bafana Bafana. It's a big difference from 12 years old, from 10 years old, to 24, 25, 26 professionals. You know, Tabi, I was so disgusted that we lost a friendly against Zambia. Mm. What made me more disgusted, our Premier League top team had 13 points with only eight games to go. You had to just win two and draw one. Hey, Colin, are you still hurting? Yeah, I'm hurting you. <laughs> because you got 13 points. You only got eight games. You only need two wins and one draw. And then nobody can catch you. I mean, lose a league. What is happening to South African soccer? Do you know something? Yeah. Yeah. Hope you can give me another half a minute. Yes, yes, yes. The trouble is this. Our coaches don't own our players. Overseas, a soccer player belongs to a coach. You do what I say on the field. You come to practice, you do what you must do. If you don't do what I'm telling you, then you're not playing this week. Okay, loud and clear there, Colin. I'm going to ask the coach to respond to you. Let's take a one more voice note. Remember, uh, uh, good evening to the listeners and uh, to the man himself. I call him Munokwacha, <laughs> Coach Sakala. Uh, no, you know what? It just shows how other FAs are taking uh, their football seriously. We are in South Africa, playing in South Africa, and taking a coach like Jacob Sakala for granted. The Zambian FA knows that he's been in South Africa for longer than any other coach that is in Zambia. He's got the ins and outs of South Africa, all the provinces. He's groomed the players and even some of the coaches that are in the Premier Soccer League in South Africa. Yet, in general, we believe that he cannot um, contribute. But uh, big up to him. He's my man. <laughs> I spoke to him earlier on. And uh, I wish him all the best. And uh, a chairman that is listening should just bring this man. No kwacha. He will deliver. It's Chico. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Chico from MDNI there. No kwacha, there was a question here. Uh, from, Thank you. Thank you. Is, Colin wanted to know whether do you think South African players take their football seriously or not, you know? Yeah, but what, what I would say is true. These boys, they don't take things serious. <clears throat> you find that sometimes... Uh, say they are playing in their teams and the team loses. The boy is driving a good car. Immediately, they have lost the 3-0. He opens his nice car. He starts playing music. They are dancing. But he forgets that there are people there who are, who are running that who are running that team, who are paying him. And he doesn't care. 
compared to what it is. I'll tell you, the pro, at our home, those boys, some of them, they play for Mahala. They are not paid. Mm. I'm telling you, especially in first division, nobody gets paid. Mm. But they have got, they are aiming that my, my, my dreams are to play in Europe. My dreams are to play in South Africa. But once he is in South Africa, he doesn't relax. He says, I want to play in France. I want to play in the UK. I want to play in Turkey. These are their dreams. But here, I think they are too comfortable. You find even when he goes, uh, he comes and he, he finishes training. He knows that at home there is rice. He will still go and eat rice. There is good food. Those boys, uh, I tell you, sometimes you can pity with them. You can say maybe their teams are cruel. They don't, they'll tell you directly that no, here, this is the foundation, this is the stage. I formed the stage, you have to dance on this stage for the betterment of tomorrow. If yeah. you do well, I'll take you to another level. That's yeah. You've said a mouthful, Jacob Sakala. We're going to have to leave it here. So many people happy to hear from you. We're going to continue to pick your brain here on SAFM now that you're available to speak to us. But thank you for your time. Sport on on SAFM. Let's end the show by talking about what happened with the Bafana Bafana kit. We joined on the line by Managing Director at EXP, Stuart Marcella, just to give us his perspective. He's got experience in this field. We saw the embarrassment of uh, Bafana not having a rain jackets when it rained and they had to use the previous sponsors a rain jackets. Stuart, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us tonight. Good evening, Sadiso, and good evening to the listeners. As somebody who has experience in this field, what was your reaction to those pictures we saw on Sunday? It was just shocking. Um... Mm. To say the least, you know, maybe one should use a football analogy, Tadiso. You know, when 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 a club wants um, to succeed, they get a qualified coach. Mm. When they want to defend well, they get uh, experienced central defenders and left backs. The same applies to marketing. The same applies to sport marketing. And I think South African National Football Association did a disservice to South African football. Um, you know, and 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 also their partners that they, that that give them money to 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 to, to sponsor them. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely unacceptable that you you would have a situation where the national team, of which everyone knew that they would be playing two games on particular dates, and they signed up a new partner. They're supposed to tell the partner, "Here's the here's our specifications," you know, and the partner delivers on the specifications. If they don't have the specification. Then don't use that partner until you've got everything that you're looking for. Okay, so yes, on that note then, so who's, who, who, who is to blame or who should be held responsible then? Is it SAF or is it the partner for not providing the full kit? It's the, it's, it's, it's SAFA. Mm-hmm. It can't be, can be the partner, it's, it's SAFA. You know, in, in my previous lifetime, so when, when I was at Supersport United, yes. you know, the club is the one that sticks to the kit manufacturer, says these are the items that we require um, for us to be to be ready to for a game, to be ready to practice, you know, and then suffer together with the with the partner, they go through a list of everything that they they go through, you know, starting with the goalkeeper gloves uh, all the way to mm. the beanies that the players will wear in case it gets cold. You know, it's spring, uh, and you know, in spring anything can happen. It, it it might be nice and hot one day, windy the next moment, and rain the next five minutes. So. Logic will tell you that mm-hmm. what they're supposed to do was to make sure that they, they get everything on hand, you know, and, and you go to the detail of planning with a specialist that will, will know that if we've got 30 players, we're going to get 45 kids because some players get injured, 
gloves are not the same in size. All those kind of things, you know, those are the mm. things that, that you look at. You, you don't say because you've called up 30 players and you've got the sizes and that's it. So what if um, uh, one of your players, um, your goalkeepers get injured and they, they, they both not big in stature and then you call up uh, Timon and Kuni. So you mm. need to get bigger size for Timon and Kuni and stuff that he'll become comfortable in. Uh, so they can't say, no, we didn't expect it to rain. That's why we were not prepared. No, it's, 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 that's, that's nonsense logic. You know, you, you you know what you need. You know, in, in your business, you know what you need. So when you when you go and uh, you know ex- exactly everything that you need to get to, you need to speak to Kajero. You, you guys put together whatever you need to put together. Oh. You know, the same applies, and 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 you get specialists to do that work for you. And I think the South African Football Association don't have the specialists to look after marketing because that all those things are part of marketing. You know, those those are part of general management. Um, you. When, when, when on Sunday when you watch the game on, on on Friday when you watch the game, you know you know the LED boards, simple things. They, mm. they, they for sponsors. There know? was no sponsor's and, name, yeah. Yeah, but no. But the first thing that you saw was an it was an unfortunate incident that there was a, a KFC and a Philip Bank logo on 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 the board. KFC suffer sponsor is Burger King. You know what what do you say to your to your partner Burger King if you? You're gonna have the brand of, a, of 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 another party. Oh, Same applies to kids, you know. We all know those those are Nike. Uh, yes. You know. So what do you say to your current partner? So if you don't hire specialists to do the work for you, that's what's gonna happen. You can't just treat football and disre- disrespect football. Is it the kind of blunder where somebody must be held accountable? Most definitely. Most definitely. Someone needs to be held accountable. At the end of the day, someone is employed or should be employed to do that. If they don't have that person, therefore, the money that they've been talking about to say, we've, we've, we've made some savings, we're making money, we've got some profit, which means they've, they've, they've taken our, our, away essential services. Just on that, what did you make of the launch of the jersey? We saw there were two models there uh, modeling the jersey, but they were playing on a hockey astroturf. All I can say is that they don't respect football. Sure. If you respect football... You will do right by football. You will. You have a national association, right? Yeah. For me, if i if that was my brand, that's launching. The first thing I would want, I'd want those kids to be modeled by current players, mm. right? And if they can't find current players, but they can't say they can't find current players because they knew they were gonna do the launch in the week of the games. So you find players to model the jerseys for you, right? And you, you put it in, a, in an environment where you respect the game. Because that's what everybody was saying. Why on a yeah. hockey after test? Why don't you, like South Africa is blessed with all these fields. There is no way that you, you, you couldn't have, have, have gotten, got, it, got it right. Even if the cock sportive goal is wrong as a, as a partner, but when they shoot edge, mm. they go to the association and say, this is what we want to do. do you and the right holder will say to you, exactly, you know, but why don't you do this? Why don't you do the right things? Uh, we sure. expect you to do stuff with our players. So get specialists, Safa. That's the call. Get specialists and at least get somebody who can kick a soccer ball if you're going to launch the Jays. Not those two guys that we saw there. With all due respect to them. Maybe they're hockey players and that's why they were on an AstroTurf. We are trying to reach out to Lecoq to get their side of the story. If they do speak to us, we'll bring them on sometime this week.